As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Green room. Green room. First, first, first. Hello, this is Sabrina and Corinne from Two Girls, One Ghost. I told myself I wouldn't be frantic as we began this episode today. We are so excited to continue doing this. Uh, for those of you who are new or those of you who are not, and we are just going to repeat it anyway, we are Sabrina. I'm Sabrina. That's Corinne. And we are the hosts of Two Girls, One Ghost podcast, which we usually post on Sundays. And this is Campfire Stories, which we are excited to be doing where we bring you guys, our listeners up to tell your ghost stories or paranormal encounters, your alien encounters, your cryptid creature encounters, whatever it may be. Every week is different and exciting and new and Mm -hmm. we love it. And uh, then we record these. We also, we post Go ahead. We post these. So yes, we record these episodes. So of course, please join us live. Share your tales with us. Ask to speak, throw gems at each other, be in the chat, or just listen if you're, you know, doing stuff, cleaning your room, packing up like Zoe is. Uh, but yeah. we post them on our Two Girls, One Ghost podcast feed three weeks after they've been recorded on Wednesdays. So if you're trying to re-listen to this, if you come up and mm-hmm. and speak or you listen to a really cool story tonight that you want to share with others, in three weeks time, you'll be able to find it on our podcast feed and you can share that with whoever you want because it's there. It's recorded for eternity. Yeah. For eternity. eternity. Whoa, Jinx. Until eternity. what we live in today becomes the underground tunnels that we reference from hundreds mm. of years ago. And then people find this podcast and yes, they're like, yes, yes, yes. what the hell were these girls talking about? Or when we are reincarnated as new people in a future life and we find the box of podcasting that we hid for our future lives and we pick it up again. Yes, I'm into it. Same equipment. <laughs> we'll just have to brush off the dust, the fossils, and yes. keep it going. Yes. Um, I'll be buried beside it. So <laughs> you'll also find my old self. <laughs> That's so creepy. Find your old, old shell, your carcass my carcass my old self um well hello it is everybody of thanksgiving which it is for our american Mm -hmm. listeners Mm -hmm. and so we have a request of all of you 
it is that as you go home this week, or perhaps you're not going home, I'm not going home. Maybe you talk to your family on the phone or you talk to your friends this week, ask them for their ghost stories and then quickly, immediately write it down and email it to us or come prepared to tell it to us next week here on Green Room. Yes, because people are hiding stuff from you. <laughs> and you are hiding I stuff have, from us. <laughs> I mean, I've lived with my dad for, I mean, I don't live with him, but he's been in my life for 30 years and I still get ghost stories told to me by him where he's like, oh yeah, that happened to me. Or, oh yeah, I had this weird encounter one time. And I'm like, this these conversations come up so frequently I literally do the podcast. Half of my vocabulary is around ghosts. So the fact that I don't know everybody's stories already in my family, just it's flabbergasting. So ask your relatives, ask leading questions. (laughs) Hopefully it will trigger some memories. Sit them down, lock the door to the room, turn on a bright light overhead there on the ceiling and slowly interrogate them for their stories. (laughs) Wait, you know what I'm picturing? Okay, so for the Halloween (laughs) party at my place of work, we had to dress up like, Uh or one of the options was to dress up like the character that you picked as like one of the intro questions when you joined the company. And that was which character from a TV show best relates to you or best represents you. So I was Monica Geller from Friends. So for this Halloween costume party that was a virtual on Zoom, I did the the turkey on the head, Mm -hmm. Monica. Oh, we all saw, or I saw. And if you haven't, you should probably yes. look. Well, so I'm pa- I'm packing that turkey head to go to my grandparents for Thanksgiving. So I'm going to have it because I was like, oh, it would be so fun when my dad carves the turkey to like pose him and have a photo shoot of him wearing a turkey head carving the turkey. <laughs> but now I'm just picturing that interrogation yes. room with just a turkey head on. Like, tell me all of your stories. <laughs> so creepy. Frightening, frightening, but enjoyable yes. in picture. But speaking of my grandparents' house, I was just thinking about when I go home to Vermont, I have I have so many ghost stories, so many encounters that have happened there, but I haven't had a lot that's happened at my grandparents' house, which is where I'm going in New Hampshire. But I was reminded of the satchel. I know I've talked about it before years ago, and I've told you about it, Sabrina, multiple times. But at my grandparents' house... Every once in a while when I go, I like for my grandma to show me this one satchel. It's basically a potpourri pouch, you know, like a little uh, mm-hmm. knit pouch and inside Ooh. is is potpourri. And you're yeah. supposed to put it like, you know, in a sock drawer, underwear drawer or something. And usually they, mm-hmm. I don't know how long potpourri lasts, but like maybe six months, maybe a year maximum. And then it loses its scent. But we have a special potpourri pouch at my grandparents' house that my grandma purchased 20 years ago because when she smelled it, it reminded her of my grandpa's mom. So her mother-in-law, it smelled just like her mother-in-law who had, who had already passed Whoa. away. And so she bought it because it reminded her of grandma DeFrius. And for 20 years, this satchel has kept its potent scent. So I think it's, I wouldn't say it's haunted, but I think, wow. I think my great, great grandma DeFrius is, is keeping mm-hmm. that alive, that scent alive for the all of us to alive. enjoy. Wow. I love that. That's a very pleasant Thanksgiving memory. My mom corrected me. She said, it's a sachet. A satchel is not the correct word. A sachet. A sachet? Isn't like a ballet move? It's just a little little pouch with potpourri. Hmm. Love it. Yes. You'll have to post pictures of it when you go home. Oh, I will. I'll do do a little video 
I'll let everyone, I'll take a video of me sniffing it. (laughs) (laughs) We can't wait to Mm, see it. Scent. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Zoom? Um, No, I actually haven't gone home for Thanksgiving in, I don't know how long, since freshman year of college. So a very, very long time. And we kind of the last four or five years have been going to our friend, Matt. We've been going to his family's house in Orange County every year for Thanksgiving. And we are going there and I really want to volunteer in the morning. So I might make food and also serve food. We're trying to figure that out. TBD. That'll be fun. Yeah. A good casual time. You get to stay local, no travel ahead of you. Mm -hmm. And I will ask everyone at the Thanksgiving dinner for their ghost stories. Yes, please. And we're going to ask you guys right now for your ghost stories. So the way we've done it in the past that I think works well is to to ask people to keep their ghost stories to under five minutes so we can get as many people up here as possible. Yep. Uh, So as people are raising their hands and volunteering to come up, I'm just curious where everybody's going to be traveling for the holidays. If, If you're celebrating the American holiday of Thanksgiving or if you just have travel plans coming up, just let us know where you're going. Maybe, maybe you'll be in the same spot as me and Sabrina and we'll see you guys on the side of the street. Oh my gosh. Can I tell you, I'm not going to say the name because I already named names today and I'm learning from my mistakes. But <laughs> I, today I was writing Patreon thank yous and like putting stickers in the mail. And I found someone who mm-hmm. literally lives two blocks away from me. <laughs> I was writing the address and I was like, oh my gosh, they are right next to me. Oh, That's happened to me before with... It not with Patreon, but with interviewing people at work because I'm in HR. And there was one person where I was like, Mm -hmm. are you, do you live above me or below me? And he lived across from me. Like it was across (laughs) the street. Like we could almost basically see each other's windows. I was like, wait a second. Your address is far too close to mine. (laughs) It is dangerous because I'm like, should I go show up? It's outside of their house to be spooky and just freak them out. No. No, because and then when, if they recognize me, I'll say I'm astral projecting because I know you. <laughs> I don't actually live in LA at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Well, enough of us. Um, let's bring some listeners up to uh, tell us their ghost stories. Um, we're gonna start with Kathy. I'm bringing you up. I know it takes a second sometimes for listeners to realize that they have been brought up on stage. But hello, Kathy. When you do, hear now that us, I know how to give gems, I'm doing it. Ooh, gem away. I'm going to give you one too, Corinne. Hello. Hi. Hi, Kathy. Hi. Welcome. How are you? Hold on. Let me get myself together. (laughs) No worries. I know it always takes a moment. People raise their hands and never expect to actually be brought up. So, yeah, I was like, crap, 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 crap. What should I do? (laughs) (laughs) I'll never forget our first episode when Kevin had to take out his Invisalign. Yeah, that was so funny. Okay, so I'll get started with my first story. And this one is actually my mom's. Um, so pretty much we really didn't have like an amazing, amazing time growing up. And pretty much my dad was a really bad drunk. I mean, he's doing better now. And him and mom used to always like be fighting here and there. Well, at some point, my dad came home drunk and he started fighting with this lady, which he thought was my mom. And he was like throwing food at her and just screaming at her. My mom comes out of her bedroom and she and she's like, what are you doing? Why are you screaming? And my dad's like, you were just out here yelling at me, calling me names and whatnot. And yep, it was not my mom. 
<laughs> it was some lady that looked just like her family. Oh, like a doppelganger? Oh my Girl, gosh. I think so. But my mom said that she seen some lady like randomly at the foot of her bed, like instantly wake her up in the middle of the night. And it looked just like myself. Whoa. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whoa. That is wild. Do you, did he remember what she was saying specifically? What she was yelling at him? I think she was just cursing him out. And see, I don't know if it's like a poltergeist or something because there is so much bad energy. So that's what I think. I don't know. Mm. I mean, well, first of all, so sorry that that's the um, home you grew up in. And and I'm glad to hear that your dad's doing better. But do you know, was your dad, like your dad had a full conversation and was like interacting with this spirit for how, do you know how Mm. long? I don't know. I think it must have been like five minutes or so because my mom came out the room as soon as she started hearing the yelling going on. Oh my gosh. That's a long time. Wait, did your mom hear the woman's voice too? Or but No, no, because she was like, my dad was at the entry of the door and the lady was outside apparently or something. No, he was outside and the lady was at the entry of the doorway. And my mom was all the way in her room with her door closed and she was knocked out apparently. (laughs) I woke up. I have chills. Right. And there was like a lady. No, there was like food everywhere. And I woke up and I was like, mom, like then this next morning, and I was like, mom, why is there food all over the floor? And she's like, your dad was over here being crazy. I'm not sure what he was doing, but apparently he saw somebody that looked like me and he was going off on her. That's so interesting. <laughs> it's like there's this wow. spirit that must feel so connected and protective of your mom, especially to kind of take on the same resemblance. Mm-hmm. Unless maybe... Now I'm thinking of Vampire Diaries, how one of the main characters has like a doppelganger who is like 300 years old or whatever. What if, what if it's one of your mom's ancestors and they just, and That's yeah, and they just have thinking. such a striking physical resemblance of one another. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea of my family line. Like I have no idea about my, you know, older, like generations, nothing. And obviously it's terrifying for your mom to wake up to this woman standing at the edge of her bed, but. Yeah, I mean, based on this situation and this experience, it does sound like perhaps this spirit is watching over your mom. And it's not a, as scary as it is, it's not a negative or bad thing. Uh, yeah, and I got one more story and I'll do it really quick. Um, this one happened like in 2013, 2012, I believe. And I was in high school. So in high school, all my aunts and uncles used to hang out at my grandmother's house. And she used to live like two blocks away from me. But we have this little weird alleyway that it's in the back of the house that takes like one block instead of two. That makes good, that might make sense or not. But we would walk back there and it was so dark because it's like a little alleyway. And I used to always see this little girl at the corner of my eye. And I was like, well, never mind. It's just me looking at things. Well, I started hanging out with the neighborhood girls where my grandma used to live at. Or she actually still lives there. But where these girls used to live at. So we would just hang out every night after school. And one of the girls actually started dating my cousin. So one night we were at my grandmother's grandma's house and my cousin came home from work early. He's like, I'm going to go visit my girl, my girlfriend next door because she lived right next door to my grandma. And it was like 11 o'clock at night. I don't know why he just had to go over there real quick and I guess talk to her or something. Well, anyway, he comes back to my grandma's house and he's like super pissed. He like throws his keys or grabs his keys, throws the door and leaves. And my aunt runs out towards him. And she's like, hey, get back here. Don't leave. And he storms out, you know, takes off in his truck. And she goes down this little hill. And I follow her down the little hill. We turn back. And when you see this little girl staring into this, um, the neighborhood's, no, the girlfriend's uh, 
window, sorry. <laughs> into the window? Into the window? Oh, wait, how close was she to the window? She was like, I, I'm talking, she was literally right there, just looking. Oh, no. outside, looking in. Whoa. And she can see anybody, I guess. But we just saw like the shadow of a little girl. And we knew she was wearing like a dress and had pigtails. Well, my aunt goes, oh, my gosh, why is our little girl over there? We need to go help her. And it was like 11 o'clock at night. And I looked at her. I was like, um, no, this looks a little weird. And then I actually remembered a story that my cousin's girlfriend had told us the night before or like a few weeks before. I'm not sure. And she said that um, she used to actually wake up and there would be like little handprints in the hallways. Uh you're oh I was like, oh my gosh, how does this, like, we used to love talking about scary stuff, so this came up, and I had just forgot about it. Well, the mom would wake up and, like, be like, clean those little handprints up, I don't know why y'all, like, make, making my house dirty, so they would do that, and once they would clean it up, the next night, they would have, like, scratch marks on their legs, their arms, and stuff like that, and they thought it was, like, a little uh, girl that was actually, oh. you know, like, a friendly spirit, so they invited it in, they are like, oh, it's okay, it's just a little girl. Oh my God, no. Is this the same house that you saw her peering yes. into? Yes, the it was their house. Oh. Well, she said that um, they had the parents actually found a family, or no, they had somebody come in that was a medium. And as soon as they stepped into the house, they're like, Who did y'all invite? Because this is not okay. And they're like, Oh, we just have like a little girl spirit here. And, and they were like, No, this is not a girl spirit. This is actually like a demonic entity. And I don't, that's what Mary, oh, no. as you were describing it, Mary in the chat said, a demon. <laughs> she was right on top of it. Yes, well, absolutely. I mean, with the, the scratches and everything, I feel like you should, you should not invite something in when it's harming you. Actually, they, I think they invited in before the scratches began. But they, they uh, like a little, little handprint at their, uh, their hallways and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I guess they got rid of it. It was actually trying to get inside their house or something. They were looking for a new host. So I grabbed my aunt. I was like, this is my little girl. Because I remember I was like, this is the little demon thing. We got to run. And we were like running uphill, which I was going like 0.2 miles per hour. (laughs) (laughs) It was like pulling each other. And my aunt kept looking back. And she said it was just staring at us. I'm picturing like the Scooby-Doo run where you're just no. so petrified. You're just like basically stuck in one place trying to get away though. Oh my God. Yes, yeah. Bad. But yeah, that is And horrifying. now I know that the little girl that I kept seeing out like the corner of my eye was actually a little girl. It just wasn't just me playing, you know, my eyes playing tricks on me or anything. The thought yeah. of inviting it in and this little girl peeking through the windows is is reminiscent of a black-eyed kid. Yes, and I was thinking about that too. Yeah. I don't know. Needing to be invited in. So. But maybe it is just a demonic presence. And and honestly, maybe B- BEK's black-eyed kids are versions of demonic presences. But yeah. I just remember when yeah. we were doing black-eyed kids, a lot of the people who had invited them in, or like the legend goes, if you invite them in, you you have some like horrible death pretty soon after but it sounds like everybody's okay so maybe it's just a demon yeah Yeah, it's just a demon I think my grandma her bedroom is like right next door like close to their house pretty much and her house is close to their house and she says in the middle of the night she'll hear like little kids laughing and just and she says she has to turn on her tv or put on music just to go to sleep because she would be petrified yeah poor grandma she used to pray it out and pretty much I guess it left her alone and it's gone away and maybe try to find a new host some girl on a TikTok actually says she she says to be a psychic medium. And I had sent her the story in and she said that it was a demon looking for a ghost. So, uh, all right. Well, it's, it makes me so mad because it's just like, 
it just makes you not trust children ghosts. And then you hear these stories of real children ghosts. But if I saw a real child ghost, I wouldn't know. You can't, there's no way to distinguish between the two. And I think I would, at this point, the amount of stories we've heard where exactly. it is a demon, I would just assume a demon. Which like, is poor like, child. So sad. It makes me <laughs> mad about demons. Right. Like, how dare they? And we've actually had like a little child ghost and they would actually just play with my little cousin. Well, he was little at the time. And they would just play with each other. And then my mom seen him, like his little silhouette behind like a, what is it like a, a curtain and my mom was just like go home baby this ain't your house no more and he actually left he never came back Aww. but yeah he would knock on our door and try to come upstairs because we live in this weird duplex like one house on top and one at the bottom if that makes sense or apartment on the top Ooh, well those are yeah really wow. okay hi hi who's that hi hi oh she <laughs> hello do you see ghosts? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, she wants to whisper to y'all because she loves that part of your pod. Oh my gosh, I love it. Wow. Okay, okay. Hi, welcome. Thank you guys for sharing your stories. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you, Kathy. Thank you. Thank you, too. Oh my God. Oh my I God, that was so my, my heart, my ovaries. That's going to be our new intro and outro. We're, I will never whisper percent. it again. No, this is getting edited in. Oh my okay. god. I do have a question for everyone in the chat. Okay, because as Kathy was speaking, she said just a demon. And then people in the chat were like, just a demon. Just but I am curious demon. for those of you in the chat, the debate is demon or black eyed kid? Which one would you rather uh encounter? Which one would you, Sabrina? I think demon. You do? Yeah. I mean, I really I feel like I already have in my life. So I guess I've already overcome that. But black eyed kids are just so I worry that I would let them in, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's the pros and cons. A demon, I feel like we have more tools and we feel better equipped for a demon. And there's usually a ramp up period. So you you have some time to recognize the energies being drained, yeah. that things are are escalating in your home and you have more time for an action plan. However, it's this long drawn out thing often. And sometimes people can't get rid of them and sometimes they follow you and it's not even attached to a house. But with BEK, with Black Eyed Kids, the con is that it's such a probably traumatic experience to come in contact with them that it will give you nightmares for the rest of your life, even if it's like a 30 second encounter. But I haven't really heard many stories of people encountering yeah. them and then encountering them again a second time. It feels like it's a one That's and true. done. Like you just have to That's get it true. over with, rip the band aid, don't invite them in, get yourself somewhere safe, and then email us the story and never have to deal with it again. <laughs> Yeah, I, I am curious if anyone in in the chat or in our room right now has encountered a BEK. And if you have and you haven't emailed us yet, I am mad at you. But I, I will forgive yeah, you. Or if you feel brave enough to tell us. Yeah. Please do. Okay. But until then, let's bring up Brianna. Brianna. Hello, Brianna. Okay, yes. Sorry. Great. I just figured the out how to unmute myself. <laughs> No worries. It happens to every single person. Hello. Ooh, hello. I don't have to give you guys my social security number, right? No, not on this episode. Um, well, okay. All right. That was just I'll, I'll privately message you okay, for that. Um, I'm so excited. <laughs> I need a contract. Hi, guys. Hello. Um, I have hello. so many stories in my head right now, and I'm having a hard time picking just one, but um, I'll do the most recent one because there's definitely something <laughs> in my house. Oh. Uh, and on that note, I'm actually going to. The house you currently live in. So I'm going to So you're about to tell us a ghost. Uh, <laughs> Because I, I, yeah. So there's, I 
sent you guys stories before. I don't know if you guys remember the My Size Barbie story where she walked across the closet. <gasps> yes, that oh was gosh. you. Um, <laughs> you messed us up for life. Oh my gosh, I will never forget that. For those of you who don't know this story, I'm going to, let's see, I'm going to find out if I can find the episode number. But wait, is this, okay, remind me, was it walking across or was this, the, did it go cross-legged at one point and sit on your bed? No, so. Um, or was it walking? That was, so that was the other part of it. So the, my size Barbie walked across the uh, car, the closet and another one of my porcelain dolls was walking towards me on the floor while I was laying on the floor. Um, yeah. <laughs> Most terrifying experience of my life, but that is on an episode, oh so. Um, I bring oh that up gosh. to say that something's kind of been following me around ever since then, since I was like six years old in that house. And uh, occasionally no. it doesn't bother me and then it ramps up. And then since we moved into this house, it's kind of just like an all the time thing now. Uh, <laughs> so this followed you from your old house yeah. to your new house and it got more from energy. all my houses, house. basically. And I feel like because the house I'm in had such negative energy to begin with, it kind of uh, aided it in, in messing with me more, if that makes sense. No. Um, not, I'm so yeah, sorry. So, lot, lot I know. In this, house. this is what we were just talking about, like the escalation yeah. of a haunting or a presence. Yeah. And, uh, I think the the worst of it really had happened up until recently, last around last Christmas. So around the same time of year, it seems to be the worst. Um, I make wreaths and uh, like Christmas ornaments for a living. I sell them out at a flea market. And uh, well, this time of year, that's what I do. I'm also Ooh, a cake fun. decorator. But uh, so... I was envious. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm actually, that's, those are my favorite things to watch people I do. I actually took a pause uh, to listen to you guys. I'm making a Thanksgiving cake right now, which is the first time I've ever done that. Very Ooh. exciting. Well, please tag us if you decide I to I will. Yeah. I will. all my pictures, so I definitely will. Um, Amazing. So I was downstairs before I had set up my craft room. I just had set up my living room as my crafting area. And uh, I have this, I, I have, go all out for Christmas. My entire house and outside of my house is decorated. And I have this little Minnie and Mickey Mouse snow blowing fake snow globe thing. It's huge. And uh, for it to work, it has, you have to push a button. It's not a motion sensor. Uh, it has to be plugged in and you have to push the button and it blows snow and it plays music. Well, this night I had been sitting on my couch mm -hmm. and I'd noticed that the snow blower was active. Nobody had been near it. Nobody pushed the button. It was just blowing snow on its own. And I was like, um, that's weird and not supposed to be happening. So I went and pushed the button twice to get it to turn off and uh, walked back to my spot on the couch and kept doing what I was doing. And it turned back on by itself. So I said, OK, I'm done. That's enough of that. So I unplugged it. No. And two seconds later, the snowblower started turning itself on again. <laughs> we need to unplug. Like, no, nope, we're not doing that. So I put it in the garage. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, it's so scary how all these things come to like inanimate things come to yeah. life around you. Yeah. Yes. You have dolls, Barbies, porcelain dolls, snow globes. Yeah. You're like Mr. McGorium's Wonder Emporium, but the paranormal guess, version. But like the, the scary, scary, not fun kind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, when I had got back in the living room um, after putting it in the garage, I had been hearing some thumping coming from the living room. Um, so I, when I rounded the corner, I noticed that all my Christmas ornaments that go on my snow globe were chucking themselves across the room. And I was no! like, okay, um, we're not doing this. So I went upstairs and uh, I was like, I'm just going to go to bed. I'm, I'm done. I just not, no more tonight. I'm done. This is annoying. I'm done. So I went to lay upstairs. I turned my show on on my phone and uh, the noise would stop from my phone and I'd look over and the screen would be paused. So I'd unpause it and it would pause itself again over and over again. So finally I just shut my phone off and I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, I'm done. 
And uh, I laid down and my fiance, he was working at this point until about three o'clock in the morning. So I was alone in the house when all this was happening. So I sh- wait, he uh, come, wait, he, he works yeah. until 3 a.m. Yeah. So he has to enter your incredibly haunted house at the worst hour of the night. Yes, he does. And uh, he, it helps <laughs> that I'm usually awake at that point. So we both just, you know, shoot the shit for a while and then go to sleep together and we don't <laughs> have to be, you know, he doesn't have to be alone in the house. Um, he's very. Has he ever encountered or experienced yes, any of these things? he just things? blows it off and uh, tries to think of a logical reason for it, even though How... some of the stuff he can't, like, he was sitting right beside me when our closet door slammed shut. And I'm like, how do you explain that? He's like, the wind? What wind? <laughs> it is the middle of winter. All our windows are closed. What yeah, wind? What... So do you see the majority of the activity? Like you had presence yes. thrown in the air, which takes so much energy from a spirit, which at this point, I think we can all agree that this is a demon. And his theory is... Does that, he see this stuff or is it more benign around him? Know, it, it's more benign. It, stuff does happen when he's here, but it, it, it is a lot more benign around him. And he believes it's because, you know, I listen to your podcast and, and the No Sleep podcast and all of these like ghost stories and scary stories that I talk about the paranormal all the time. And he's like, it's just because you're opening yourself up. To right. It. I, I, you know, I get that. And uh, maybe or because it's been following you since you were six years and old. That was my other but, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it's not. I mean, yeah. Have you, someone asked in the chat, have you ever been to a medium? Do you have any insight into what this could yeah, be? So um, their, their insight was uh, there is something negative around me and there is something else positive around me that tries to keep it at bay that's uh, been with me trying to help give me strength since my domestic violence situation. Uh, a few years ago and uh i'm like well it's not doing a very good job at keeping it at bay uh because <laughs> it, it just you know it happens a lot but the worst part of this entire story mm. happens when i'm laying up in my bed right so all this stuff happens and i say i give up and i go upstairs and i lay down and my phone keeps messing up so i, I turn it off and i lay down and it's almost three o'clock in the morning at this point and uh something stirs in the corner of my room so i shoot up and around, so I have like an alcove where my bed is and around the corner is the closet. And around that same corner, I see this lady's head peek around the corner, just staring at me. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, 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 don't like that. And as soon as I go to lunge off my bed, she lunges towards me. As she does, I threw the door downstairs open. It's around three o'clock in the morning. My fiance was coming home and I took off running down the stairs right past her. And when I told oh my him, gosh. I told him, I think someone's in the house. So he goes upstairs with me and nobody's there. <laughs> Nobody at all. So she had just kind of disappeared. And he checked all of the closets and under the bed to make sure that somebody hadn't actually snuck into our house. But there's just no way because we keep it locked higher than Fort Knox because his mom has been known to break into our house. Uh, <laughs> so there's just, there's no way it was an, an actual person. And she just kind of oh wow vanished. And it was terrifying. And uh, yeah, I have a question for you. Do you have a lot of mirrors that, or any mirrors that face each other in no, your bedroom? I don't keep mirrors in my bedroom for a specific reason. <laughs> okay, good. I don't. Have you saged? Um, have you yeah, tried? So I've to done cleanse? all kinds of cleansing things. Um, I've, I've, you know, pretty much from any denomination you can think of. I've, I've done, you know, sage burning and and uh, Palo Santo before I knew that that was something that was like closed or endangered. And uh, I had done some like holy water stuff and the I'm short of having someone come do like an exorcism on my house I've pretty much done everything and uh Mm -hmm. they just don't they just don't work and uh you know I could be doing something wrong I'm not sure but 
it, after that, it kind of tapered off a little bit. But uh, I mean, there are still footsteps running up and down my stairs, someone calling my name downstairs when nobody's home. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. I mean, maybe it's one of those things you just have to do consistently. Like my brother's room growing up, he would have bouts of, he's in, he's in this, this, uh, chat too. So he's probably like, Oh my God, why is she airing out my dirty laundry? Don't but talk about me. Room had yeah. some, a lot of activity happen in, in kind of like spurts. It would be like really, really active and really scary. And we would do the cleansing and, and clear the space of negative energy. But sometimes we'd have to do it every, you know, like six months or so because things would start coming back. So maybe it just has to, and it has to be like a part of your regular, your regular practice. You know, you vacuum once a week and, and you, you also clean, my clear, once a week clean out the negative energy. I don't know. I, know. I had, uh, I had asked on Ugh. the um, Facebook page a while ago, if anybody had any um, like mantras, they said when they were cleansing their house and everybody thought I said cleaning your house. Um, so <laughs> they're like, yeah, yeah. You get out of my house, dirt. And I'm like, that's not quite what I mean. not exactly what I was looking for well if there's anyone in the chat please uh let Brianna know if you have any suggestions for her because I'm so sorry you're dealing with that I know Brianna before we let you go I just want to ask one question on behalf of pretty much everybody in the chat is there a background noise is there something creating like some vibe I didn't want to talk vibration some weird there should be kind of Okay. As you talk, there's a little bit of a static. It's okay. Everyone's sending you really positive vibes. Everyone who can, you know, create protection for others, please do it for Brianna right now. Appreciate that. Thank you guys so much for letting me share. I love you guys. I love this. And like I'm talking to two old friends. It's awesome. Oh, thank you. (laughs) We're so grateful for you. Thank you so much for sharing with us. And uh, stay safe. Thank you to you guys and everybody in chat. Bye. Bye. Okay. I don't really want to talk about the sound because it, it, it is um, a little scary just to think that the whole time there was just like this static that at the very end increased in volume. Yeah, it was kind of on and off. Yeah. Sometimes it was going, sometimes it wasn't. I was like, oh, and maybe it's because she was saying she didn't, she, I thought she was moving outside. outside. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess when she doesn't, t- well, I don't know. Brandon can listen back to it and tell we'll us. We'll have to listen yeah. back to it. There was part of me... I hate saying this and I don't want to scare Brianna. I mean, she's probably already always scared, but wait, she said when at the end of the call is when she walked into her house when it was getting, Okay, I was going to say there were, there were times where I felt like it was almost like someone trying to speak. I don't want to listen back to this episode. (laughs) I think you're the one who has to post this episode. You're going to have to. (laughs) Anybody, can I pay anyone to, (laughs) anyone looking for, to be hired for one episode? Um, I will say, in case people were wondering, the story that Brianna first talked about with the Barbie um, scurrying in her closet was on Encounters 71, for those of you who want to go back and listen so, and be terrified. Yeah. I mean, we were scarred from from that story when we read it. Yeah. And then here's Brianna just scarring everybody Ooh. else with the demon in the background as <laughs> she's talking to us. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Oh my God. Does anyone have like maybe a palate cleanser story, like a little bit more positive? Which granted, if you know me, this is a very bizarre thing for me to ask for, but I think maybe the group might need it. Just balance it out a little bit. Let's see. Oh, we, we definitely oh, we have do. a lot. There's quite a few people. Ashley. Also, this is, there are so many people with uplifting stories. So we're definitely going to do a themed campfire um, stories with uplifting yeah. tales soon. Stories. Can you guys hear me? Hello. Yes, we Welcome, Ashley. Hi. Oh my gosh. I didn't think that you're going to pick me. And I'm like, all of them <laughs> like shouted me out the other day and made me fangirl. Like, oh. Anyway, forgive me while I'm like watching two kids and trying to speak to everyone. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. Anyway, that was very spooky. <laughs> Brianna, oh my goodness. And she said that when she entered her house, it got stronger. That's like when I started hearing it for the first time. So. Oh my God, that scares me. A little spooky. I'm and I'll totally, sweating. Uh, I'll totally go back over and re-listen to this uh for you, Corinne, if you want. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I think it's going to be a group thing. Like everybody gets five minutes or something because it's too scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We well, don't want everyone to be the first half hour because I was busy and then I got the alert. and I was like, oh, crap, let me get on there. <laughs> so um, anyway, I don't have too many stories and I've thought about emailing you guys. and I was like, oh, I'll just wait. And then I got done with everything and still didn't email you. So <laughs> here I am. Perfect. Here you are. To go live. <laughs> this was meant to be. We were meant to hear it live. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, one of my earliest memories, I was probably about three or four years old. Vivid as daylight, if any of you guys have had one of these experiences, but my dad's mother passed away when she was probably in her thirties. My dad was pretty young and he told me that she had always told him her biggest regret was not being able to meet her grandchildren. And so, um, I guess through the line there's some stories from my cousins and stuff around the same time that I had my experience but I grew up in my childhood home and above our fireplace mantle is my dad's mom's mirror that um, he's had and got from her when she passed away and we always kept children's photos up on the mantle and I would look up through the pictures all the time when I was a little girl Um, and one day I was just up there looking and all of a sudden and it sounds crazy but I saw my grandma in the mirror super angelic, live time, like she was just looking right at me. She didn't say anything. There was no noise, but of course, being super little and it freaked me out. I just ran over to my dad and I think I started crying a little and I was like, I I saw grandma and I took him back to his room and pointed at the picture of who I saw. And and that was interesting. And then years later, um, I did, before I knew anything about it, and you guys are all going to be like, oh, I did a Ouija board. (laughs) (laughs) what happened um well I don't I'm assuming that it was my grandmother because she came through and and spoke a little bit and kind of said some stuff to my dad but um 
we were doing it mostly because my girlfriend, Shannon, she had gotten pregnant and lost her son, um, ironically enough, on my birthday, which is the day before Halloween. Uh, She had him like four and a half months early and he lived for six days and I was there with her through all that. And she always had experiences and to this day still has experiences from him. Wow. Uh, And it's really amazing. But that's why she wanted, she wanted to try it so bad and Mm -hmm. she did make contact with him too um, in the same kind of manner that he had tried to do before. Anyway, it was, it was a long time ago. And I don't think other than I tend to have bad luck in my life that I have anything attached to me from that Ouija board experience. Well, it sounds like, I mean, here's the thing. We talk about Ouija boards all the time as a negative thing, but we also acknowledge there are correct ways to use it. And it does sound like you two used it in a way that was positive. You had a positive experience with it. And so... And there was another girl who was there with us too. And I don't know much about her background. Um, There was some other things that tried to come through. I don't, and when you're doing it, I only have my one little experience. It's hard to tell if it's true or if someone's moving it, but just with the experience that we had, I think it was pretty genuine. Yeah. So I I have a question about the mirror experience. I know you were young when, when it happened, but when you looked into the mirror and you saw your grandmother, did it look like she was in the mirror or was it a reflection of her? Like she'd been standing near you and you saw her like behind you or next to you? It looked like she was in the mirror. Like I wasn't looking at a reflection. I was looking at someone looking at me through the other side of the mirror. Wow. But I could still see everything that was reflecting in the mirror too. If right. that makes any sense. Like if you're just looking in there and then you saw like she had skin colored skin. She looked beautiful. She was kind of older still. I think she was probably at the age that she passed away. But yeah, to this day, it's like so vivid in my memory and my dad too. And then I have twin cousins who have also an older sister. And that's who I had been speaking about a little bit, um, who had experiences, I think, and I don't remember completely, but um, something about them sharing a room and they both kind of woke up and had seen my grandma sitting on the end of my cousin Mackenzie's bed. Same thing, didn't say anything. She was just sitting there, looked at them, got up and kind of like walked out of the door and they didn't see anything again. Maybe that's what she needed. She needed to meet all of her relatives to be with them Mm -hmm. at a certain age and make sure that they're they're good. And then her heart is healed from seeing that. Yeah, because also their older sister, I guess, had it. I don't know her story, but I heard somewhere down the line when I was sharing this with my uncle that she had also had some sort of experience where she, she had seen her. And at wow. the time, we were her only grandchildren. We were all little. Now we have kids and stuff like that. So, so you know. ha- has your child or your children seen her? Not that I'm aware of. I have a five-year-old son, and then I have a three-month-old. Um oh. But yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see because I'm I'm pretty in tune to things as far as like I've had you guys talk about dreams and premonitions, like a lot of stuff that's like deja vu. I've definitely seen this when I'm dreaming. This is crazy. So it'll be interesting to see if the kids kind of grow up. Yeah. That kind of stuff or happen to see my grandma in the mirror, you know. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. I know. But wow. and maybe you won't know for years. Maybe it will be one day you're flipping through a photo album and, and they're like, oh, my gosh, that's the woman that came and tucked me in that one night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll finally make the connection. Totally. For wow. sure. Um, and then I do also have a really, really close family member of mine who had passed away about six years ago in a car accident. It was totally devastating. She left her five kids behind and they were super young at the time. Ugh. But I have had like premonitory dreams and stuff like that. But 
in my lifetime since she passed away, I've had three like visits. When you guys talk about dreams that are like, it's not mm-hmm. a dream, it's like a visit where she comes mm-hmm. to have a conversation, like I hug her. And it's when I'm going through stuff where I would usually have gone to her and talked to her. Wow. And real struggle. Yeah. So it's been really cool to to be more aware and in tune and then finding yeah. your guys' podcast. I've never listened to any podcast but this one in my entire life. Oh my Good gosh. Luck. Wow, we feel very honored. Very honored. We're happy to give you suggestions of us. Yeah, there are better ones. <laughs> there are much better podcasts out there. No, we're all entitled to our opinions. But I <laughs> stuff, and I went looking one day, and I think it's the first or second one I found. I think I, I think I had seen Ghost in the Burbs on there, and I have listened to it a couple times since I heard you guys recommend it, but I haven't gotten hooked like this one. <laughs> well, well we are you. honored. Thank you, and thank yeah. you for um, lifting our spirits a little bit. I'm glad to hear all of these encounters that are positive and and sweet not so spooky spooky. (laughs) thank you ashley yeah thank you guys and keep up the good work thank you thank you this reminds me or it doesn't remind me okay what are words this this brought up a question that i have what if someone like ashley who has a grandmother who who's so powerful and can connect to others and and show herself in physical form and then also communicate in dreams like it seems like she's so protective and and powerful and a part of her family's life what if someone like her walked into a house like brianna's house what what would happen like demon versus really strong protective spirit oh protective spirit wins any day i yeah that's what i'm thinking but i'm just i'm just I'm just curious. Like, does the protection does the protection go as far to push the spirit out, protect everybody else in the house, and finally defeat the demon? I feel like if this were a video game or I don't know, Pokemon, the good spirit would have way more health point than a dark energy because dark energies need to like feed off of things to like mm-hmm. get their energy. Whereas I think the good just has goodness. We should create our own Pokemon cards. With spirits. Yeah. <laughs> Different types of cryptids. Wouldn't that cryptids? be so fun? <laughs> I'm sure it already exists out there, but if not, we're doing it. What do we call them? I don't know. I can't think of my feet right now. I'm okay. nervous. Don't and then the people the have to trade them like, oh, I have the super rare Bigfoot. And then you're like, oh, well, sorry. I have Yeti, which trumps Bigfoot. Ooh. Fewer sightings. Wow. There, yeah. That's how it's ranked. It's it's the least amount of sightings yeah. and the most amount of power. And then we only produce like a few of those cards because they're super rare. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I have another lady in white card. Really? And then in 30 years from now, they're worth a lot of money. And, and then we'll buy them from you. All of us and then we'll resell them again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun. Um, Great. Okay. Let's do it again. Bring someone, someone else, up. else up. Ghost Maybe NFTs. Great idea. What? In the in the chat. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Kin? Kin said ghost NFTs. We should totally do it. I just have to Ooh. YouTube how to create an NFT. And then I have to get money to be able to create an NFT. Okay. I'm inviting and I'm sorry I'm gonna say your name correct incorrectly. Delina? Delina and Ryu the black cat. Is this you? Wait, did she come up? I don't see her yet. Jenna just said ghost has entered the chat. Honestly, I feel like there's a lot of ghost stuff yeah. happening in this in this episode. I mean, I, look at how many people are here. Like, I feel like all of you guys just brought your ghosts into this space and now it's going to get... And now we're all just... We're is all this the group haunting that you always joke about? You're like, what if we just have a whole mass group haunting from yeah, the podcast? Maybe. I think it's happening right oh, now. Oh, wait. Let's see. <gasps> it says now a speaker. Oh, we have two of oh. you. 
Oh my gosh. Amazing. Thank goodness you got here. <laughs> the ghost did not want me to. That's for sure. I know. Well, we really. don't give up. We don't give up easily. We just spend time talking and talking and eventually they give up because they don't want to listen to it. It works. That's how you outsmart ghosts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can you remind us Yay, how to say your name? Thanks for picking me. I'm Delena. 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 And you are Delena and Ryu the Black Cat, correct? Yes. I'm the less important half of Delena and Ryu the Black Cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we owe you a huge apology because we butcher your name every single Yeah. Episode. We're so sorry. <laughs> and we do the Patreon shout out. We tried, but now we I won't. I love it. Every we time. Won't <laughs> every time it's different it's like what are you gonna get <laughs> i get to be a new person every week it's i mean i won't complain <laughs> well what is your experience um, please share with us oh my gosh i will so i'm gonna share one that i haven't emailed to you guys because i've sent a few about <laughs> skinwalkers and working at the stanley and all sorts of craziness um but this is one actually of my earlier ghost experiences uh, from childhood. I grew up in a really small mountain town. Um, it's like an old mining town. So you can imagine it's haunted as heck. And so growing up in this town, I like there's 150 people in this town. Like when I say small, I mean very small. It's where I am right now, actually, too. So wish me luck on not calling things to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but when I was a little kid, I was probably about seven years old, and my mom and stepdad sent me up to the like little general store in town to get milk. It's like a two minute walk, you know, and they're like, Yeah, the seven year old is annoying us, go do something. <laughs> um, so I went up to the store, and it was kind of the end of the day, like probably seven o'clock at night, but summertime, so it's still kind of light out, light out. Uh, and went to the store, grabbed the milk, and kind of looped around this little side dirt road just across from the store that goes in front of uh, the old historic hotel in town. Um, and as I'm walking, I'm just looking up at the hotel, it's like two stories high, kind of this old little building. And I see this little girl in the top right-hand window of the building. Ooh. And I just wave at her. And I remember she was wearing a blue dress. And I looked up and it, like she looked about my age. And I was like, oh, cool. This is exciting. Like, all my friends in town are boys. There's no girls around. This will be great. <laughs> uh, so I just remember being stoked. Like, oh, there's a girl in town. Yay, I'll have a friend. Um, and so I went home and, you know, brought my parents some milk and I told them about it. I was like, oh, hey, there's, you know, a little girl. She moved into the Columbia and, um, you know, she looks like she's my age. I'm super stoked. Maybe we can hang out. And they kind of were giving me a weird look. And finally, they're like, you said you saw her in the Columbia. I was like, yeah, the top right hand window. You know, she waved down at me and my stepdad, who was the marshal of the town at the time, he's like, the top part of the Columbia you're talking about is um boarded off from the downstairs. It's like she was in the window, like, could she have gotten in from the upper part? And he's like, I'm pretty sure that window is bricked off. I was like, no way. And I looked the next day and sure enough, that window in broad daylight, when you looked at it, all you could see right behind it was just bricks. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So there was just no physical way a human could even be in that window. So you, um, it, it, either the ghost like changed your perception of things or you momentarily slipped into like a glitch and saw the hotel as it was or in the, the building as it was 
years ago. Yeah, that's an interesting point because that thing is like slipping into a glitch has happened to me in buildings in this town, <laughs> seeing wow. it how it used to be. So maybe so. Um, but but yeah, and I, I don't want to take like a ton of the time. But so I've also seen the same spirit then that was the first time I saw her. I've seen her throughout my life though. Um <gasps> often oh so she's not with... even so it's not it's not just that one location. Yeah. So I've always seen her in this town. So I think she's kind of stuck here. And I've seen her with um basically like the hat man, which I didn't realize till I heard you guys oh. talk about it. Like that that's a thing. Like the shadow figure that is the hat man, but I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that's what okay. it is um at this point. But and I've seen him like drag her off and stuff and like oh all God, sorts of stuff. It. But I think he traps her. Whoa. Whoa. I just got severe chills. That we need to save her. So sad. So she has, I've seen her a couple of times and she has aged with me throughout the years. Whoa. Um, so I saw her like that time when I was about seven and she looked about my age. I saw her with a friend um, and just like a place basically across the street. Uh, standing in this old um, entrance to a mine, basically. (laughs) And she looked, you know, at that time, I was about 15. She looked about 15. (laughs) And then I saw her, I think, the last time, maybe three years ago, um, (laughs) which was the most vivid. I saw her in that hotel because the same hotel, I it's changed hands. Like I've had friends live in there as kind of like a community housing a couple of times. And in one of the situations when it was like that, I was in there hanging out and had gone up to the upstairs. You know, at this point, it's no longer boarded off um, and had gone up to the upstairs to use the bathroom because that's where the only one is. And walking towards the bathroom, there's like a broom closet on your right hand side next to the bedroom doors. And as I walk into the bathroom, I just glance over to the broom closet and I see her crouched in like the fetal position and she's naked this time and she's just kind of rocking back and forth and I stood there for probably a good two minutes just staring at her and she did like it wasn't like oh out of the corner of my eye I was like oh you're just there (laughs) did she look back at you or was it just like she just Mm -hmm. was existing and didn't really notice you she glanced up and that's actually when I did end up going into the bathroom I kind of was like okay I'm done. I'm done. Like, she's never felt malevolent. She feels just like she's trapped, maybe, but it's still creepy as hell. I'm worried about her. Yeah. The the fact that she's aging with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's like some some connection, some tie with your life. The fact that she's aging with, with you. Do you think she's a relative? Or, I don't think so. I, I don't know. Some I Oh, someone she, said maybe a sister from another lifetime or dimension. Yeah, I could see if there's some connection there for sure. I think I think she's stuck to the town and I think she's yeah. trapped with this other spirit. Like the vibe I kind of get is that this other spirit maybe was also a person that was alive, the hat man type, type one. And that like he maybe like abused her in life and has kind of made yeah. like trapped her or something that's kind of always the feel I've gotten from it is interesting because like if she's attached to the town like I wonder if other people have seen her and she appears differently to whoever she like shows herself to you know like I almost think of you know when spirits or people pass away they can kind of choose or we've heard stories of how they can choose how they appear like I wonder if Mm -hmm. you know she passed away older or in later in life but 
because of your age, she would like appear to you at that same age to kind of make you feel like you could relate to her in a way. And maybe it's her way of asking for help. Yeah. Or maybe this is what I'm thinking. Like maybe, maybe you were the only one who really recognized her and you made her recognize where she was in life and that she had passed. And because of that Mm -hmm. realization, you were her link to reality. And so she grows up and ages with you because that's her, like her, her like meter, her time meter to understand what's happening. And perhaps when you saw her in the fetal position, that was kind of like a moment where she realized she doesn't really know how to, how to get out of the situation she's in. I mean, that's kind of a, that's a really sad spin on it. So I'm sorry for making it depressing, but. No, I definitely think that's true though. Like, I think, I think she is kind of stuck and desperate and to be honest so like in high school I had a moment of trying to kind of look into it to see if I could figure out like who this person is or whatever and when I really started digging into it then the man in the hat started coming after me and there was like oh no a lot of dark encounters like he physically could touch me and stuff like it got really intense so I backed off on to trying to figure out what she her story was. Oh my God, that's horrifying. And I feel like this is just even more reason for, I mean, I uh, not for you specifically to keep looking into it, but like all of us to look into this story because clearly she needs help. And this man has so much power over her to the point where he's affecting your life when you try to look into it. Yeah. I've, I've kind of wanted to go back as an adult. Cause I think, you know, at the time I was a teenager and like, didn't know how to really protect myself or deal with it so yeah it'd it'd be cool to kind of go back and see if I could figure it out and and to answer your question too um Karen I think other people have uh talked about seeing the the girl in the blue dress is always how I've heard it say Mm -hmm. I've heard a couple other people in town say they've seen the girl in the blue dress so do you know if she ages with them too it always sounded like she looked like a kid um when people had brought Mm -hmm. it up before but I have so many questions. Like I know. this leaves me so befuddled <laughs> and wanting to know more. Like I, I know you said you've done research, but like, have you looked into the building itself and if anyone's died there and tried to match it with her? Um, yeah, I haven't specifically seen if like any of the death records match her. Um, I think one of the things that I found out that I feel like is why she's stuck in the hotel is, um, kind of I guess maybe it's kind of similar to the Stanley but it's like some of the rock like the ore that the hotel sits on I feel like is Mm. sort of a vortex creating kind of thing I feel like you guys talked about or heard about that with the Stanley and that's where I learned about that as like an option too when I worked there Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think it's kind of like drawn spirits in as well as maybe ones that could have died there keeping them yeah interesting wow well if you see her again or find out any more information or if anyone wants to look into it themselves please let us know what you experience i i will i'll keep you posted after talking about it in town i'll let you know if they visit again (laughs) thank you so much for sharing with us thank you thank you so much yes thank you this was great i'm glad it worked me too Wow. I like looked at the clock and I was like, oh, it's already past six. I had no idea I was having I, too much fun. I could have listened to Delena's stories for like another two hours. Well, because this is also a mystery that I feel like is begging for answers. And I, I know. 
I like when I put my web sleuth hat on. Right. And so many other stories she slipped in just mentioning like little things here and there. And I'm like, okay, well, what's that story? I also want to hear what happened then. Well, she did say she sent us a bunch of emails. So we'll have to look into them and read more. Yes. Wow. I cannot believe how quickly time flies. When we I know. These are so fun. Truly. I'm glad we do them every week. We do them yeah. every Tuesday at 5 p.m., 8 p.m. E- Whoa, I screwed up. 5 p.m. <laughs> Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern Yes. on this app. Uh, it's a newer app and we are very new to it. So sometimes we have technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. Please stick by us and have some patience yes. as we uh, stumble our way into the room every single week. But we're here. Yes. And also, I know we just dealt with something in the chat where people felt uncomfortable. So please, please, please continue to let us know if anything like that happens again. We want to make this and everything revolving our podcast a very safe place to enjoy yourself. So if anyone ever makes you feel uncomfortable or that you see something weird, please, please put it, bring it to our attention so we can ban them and also notify the people at Spotify Green Room so that we can prevent them from joining again. Yes, no trolls, only ghosts here. No trolls. Also, a funny funny note to leave you guys on. Earlier in the episode, Corinne and I both, you may have noticed, Corinne and I both went on mute and um, we looked up at each other because we video chat as we are on here. We looked up at each other and both were simultaneously burping. Burping. <laughs> it's so gross. So if you ever see us go on mute, now you know our dirty little secret. <laughs> okay, sometimes I go on mute to, to drink water or if Leia is meowing. There's a bunch of reasons, but... It's just we gasp for air so much on this, on these stories. Oh my God, I'm stuttering. From these stories that there's just a lot of excess air that we have to expel because we're constantly like... <gasps> Something just fell in my bedroom. Is is Leia in there with you? No, I'm alone. Okay, I'm scared <laughs> Okay. Oh, no. Ah. This really is a very haunted uh, episode of Campfire Stories. Yes, it is. I feel really uncomfortable. I don't know what I... Ugh. Right. Okay. Well, <laughs> so much for having the uplifting story <laughs> in the middle of this because we're all just petrified. We're all just on edge. Oh, but gosh. Let's just bring it, bring it back. <laughs> Everybody, just take a few breaths. Go watch your favorite show. I personally will be watching Modern Family. If anyone has any other great uplifting shows, please let me know in the chat. Because yes. once I'm done with that, I need another palate cleanser to start. I'm watching The Challenge. The Challenge. The MTV is that- MTV's The Challenge that has been on for 37 seasons. Nick and I religiously watch. Okay. I was going to say, I feel like you've been watching that for a really long time. It's a new season. Well, that's that's great. Keep- <laughs> Keep going. That's a good palate cleanser. Keep going. Thank you all for joining us. Um, Collect ghost come back stories again. from your friends and your family and your coworkers yes. this holiday season. And uh, share them with us. Bring them here. Email them to us. All of the above. You can also email us and also come here prepared to tell us the story on here because we want to hear it in person. That's fun. Yeah. Double um, dip. Double dip. We'll see you next week. Yes, we will. And we'll see you on the other side. Bye-bye. Very spooky.